I'm going to do this. I'm going to run for the United States Senate. The time is now for fresh ideas and new leadership. I'm running for student council because of you and for you. And that is why I stand before you today to announce my candidacy for president of the United States of America. This is Lee Pettinoff from the Arena Talks podcast. Today we'll hear from Jimmy Dahman, the founder of the Town Hall Project. Many senators and members of Congress have avoided hosting public events where they can have face-to-face conversations with their constituents. The Town Hall Project was launched to change that. We'll hear from Jimmy about why he got started as an activist and how you can make your voice heard. Let's jump in. All right, Jimmy, welcome to the Arena Talks podcast. We're excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. So to start, I uh, would love if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how did you get started in this work, and what was your ex- first experience with activism? Yeah, um, so I think, like a lot of folks, I, I'm probably one of the you know first iterations of, of the Obama generation. I was a senior in high school in, in 2008, not really sure what I wanted to do with my life, and uh, saw saw you know the historic election of President Obama and said, this is, this is cool. Uh, community organizing looks like a, a cool opportunity to to make a difference. So I decided I want to study political science, still, you know, not exactly sure what I wanted to do with that or, or what that all entailed. And then, um, I took an internship in 2010 on a, on a campaign, uh, congressional race, uh, not far from where I went to school in Northeast Ohio. Uh, there representative, uh, John Bocherry was running for reelection after voting for the affordable care act in a, in a very conservative district. And I think it's, it's easy to be cynical about politics and 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 not want to get involved, but seeing you know him take up take a vote that potentially cost him, uh, you know his career at the time for something he he truly believed in and you know that I believed in as well, uh, I thought was really courageous and you know inspired me to keep going and, and knocking doors and and you know ever since then I've been involved in in some way or another in issue electoral campaigns, um, you know kind of traveling across the country for candidates and, and causes I believe in and. Um, I guess that's, that's how I, I got involved in, in activism. Right. So you've been, you've been an activist for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a huge spike in activism across the country from lots of people who are, are new to this. Um, what has changed for you since November? Yeah. Uh, I think one thing that, that stood out to me and, and, and I think a lot of folks I've talked to who, you know, are organizers is just how many people, you know, reached out via text or, or call or email after uh, last November that have never been involved before that are asking what they can do, how they can get involved, how they can make a difference. Um, so I think it's it's trying to figure out uh, how to to take all this energy and enthusiasm um, and, and make sure that, that folks are staying engaged for the long term, that, that people are, you know, doing it locally and sustainably and, and how we can provide them the tools and the resources to you know, maximize their impact. And while, you know, respecting the work that's been done from the folks who have been doing this, you know, long before, long before I've, I've even been here, who have been organizing and, and, and marching and, and all these things for forever and, and how we can, uh, you know, make the most of our combined efforts. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the, the town hall project. W- what is it? Yeah. So we are a resource of, of public events um, that are across the country that we uh, compile uh, so that folks can be engaged locally in their communities. Um, one thing we noticed is when we were trying to find these events uh, initially, when we first started, is how difficult they were. How many, you know, uh, how many 
you know, walls members of Congress put around these events to, you know, make sure that the crowds are friendly and supportive, um, but not maybe accessible to all of their constituents. So what we do is, is uh, we have, you know, research volunteers and, and a grassroots army that um, looks, looks through, you know, websites and signs up for email lists and follows members on social so that we can um, upload them and, and alert folks so that they can have that opportunity to make sure that their voice is heard and, and make sure that, they, you know, they can have their questions answered and their uh, concerns addressed. So, you know, we, we find them, we post them on, on our website, and then we, uh, you know, we have email alerts, we have a, a large social media following that we use to uh, help mobilize folks uh, to these events. I heard a uh, I heard a rumor that the Tamil project started as a as a Google spreadsheet um, that quickly picked up steam and eventually uh, crashed Google Docs. Is that is that accurate? That that is accurate. That is accurate. We uh, we put together a Google Doc when we first started, and we thought it would be helpful for you know our friends and our families and, and people we knew in our networks, and then um, thought that that would be a cool tool that that folks could use. And then <laughs> I think within twenty four hours, I think Lin Manuel Miranda and George Takai retweeted it and the the rest is kind of history and then uh yeah we had some folks reach out and uh our wonderful uh team of volunteers that uh, offered to help build a website um and and continue to to make it more more user friendly and, and easy to use for folks that's great so it's so it's now hosted all on your so if someone goes on your website they can find um information about town halls around the country is that is that right? Yep. At townhallproject.com, there's uh, the list of all upcoming events. That's, you know, town halls, office hours, um, you know, different opportunities for folks to, to get involved. Um, there's uh, a sign up so you can sign up to get the email alert. So when an event is posted on, you know, often on like one or two days notice, folks can uh, get out there and, and, fo- and then uh, a tab for folks to submit events that they find. Um, and our missing members report that just went live that, that highlights all the, uh, the representatives who, who haven't held public events so far yet this year. So we can continue to hold our elected officials accountable. That's great. So it sounds like the town hall project is a great resource for just learning about, um, events that elected officials are holding across the country. What's, what's next for the town hall project? So where do you see the organization headed? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think we're trying to, to figure out ways that we can continue to, to do two things. One is just hold representatives accountable to, to doing these events and listening to their constituents um, and providing opportunities for, for feedback. And so folks can, can, can continue to make their voice heard and engage. And then also more ways to, to mobilize folks and, and help them find these events that are historically you know, difficult to find. So a couple different things we're looking at is you know, how we can further We've had some empty chair town halls that, that folks have put together on the ground in these districts where reps aren't holding meetings so that folks can get together and discuss the issues and, of the day and things like that. And um, another, another route we're looking at currently is, is if we can uh, you know, raise the, the resources necessary, if we can replicate this at, at maybe the state and local level. We know that um, those events uh, you know, are also very difficult to find but provide you know, a great opportunity and, and a lot of those decisions that are made in, in local and state governments um, can really have a big impact on, on people's lives. So figuring out ways to continue to provide more opportunities for folks is, is high on our list of things we want to continue pursuing. That's great. Um, what, what do you think are the biggest lessons you've learned over the last few months since launching the Town Hall Project? Yeah, I think, I think what we've learned is that um, there's going to be a lot of tough, tough fights ahead and a lot of you know, policy being discussed that impacts a lot of people's lives. And, and, you know, we're not going to win a lot of those battles. Um, but 
the fact that people are engaged and paying attention and and care deeply, I think means that, you know, this is still going to be a successful movement um, for hopefully, you know, the months and years ahead. I think uh, it's easy to, to be a little defeatist and, and look back and say, you know, that, you know, Congress still may be passing this bill that's deeply unpopular, uh, that's going to impact people's, you know, health care. But the fact that we've, uh, you know, pushed the vote in the House back after, you know, a, a busy February, and then now that uh, the Senate's having a, a tougher time um, than they would like, I think is a tribute to people showing up, you know, back home and in, in states and districts that are tough and letting their, you know, their representatives know that, that they're watching and uh, letting them know how this, this stuff impacts them um, and their communities and their families. So um, one thing I've learned is that, you know, this, this movement's real and, and people are, you know, engaged in a way that I've, you know, never seen before. And it's, uh, you know, a small silver lining of, of optimism that, that, that we see. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people have seen the videos of that engagement that you're talking about, the, the town halls, and uh, they can get pretty intense. Um, you know, telling your story clearly and honestly to your elected official, um, it, can be a, it can be a little intimidating, especially when you disagree with them. Um, so what advice would you give to a first timer, someone who's interested in getting more involved and might be a little bit intimidated um, by showing up at a town hall and, and being honest with their elected official. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think there's a couple of things we'd say first is, you know, find some, some friends and family to go with you. It's uh, one of the, you know, all this, all this uh, tactics and organizing, um, you know, if you have, you know, friends or family that feel similarly to you or, or that you can, you can bring along or a group that you can go with, um, do that. Uh, and then just, you know, tell your story. I think it's, you know, this space is provided for you to uh, talk to your to, to talk to your representative and to have that dialogue. And it's important um, not only that you know you're, you get your story out there, but that they hear from you. Um, if they're going to go back to Washington D.C. and vote on your behalf, that they got to know how how this is going to affect you. And, and you know, everyone has a story for why they care about these things and how it'll impact them. And uh, a lot of representatives, you know, they're doing fundraisers and they're talking to, to people in D.C. And, and lobbyists and, and donors. But it's, it's super important for them to do their job as well as they can, that they're hearing from the people that are going to be impacted by, by their votes. Um, so, you know, you have every right to be there. You know, you can, you know, talk respectfully. You don't have to yell or scream. But just telling how this is going to make a difference in your life. Uh, will you know have an impact? I think that's that's something that we know as organizers is that those face to face conversations are, are always the most valuable that you can have, and and you know the relationship you have with your elected official is is the same as any other in that regard. Yeah, and so it's so it sounds like it's not so bad, um, and the most important thing really is just showing up and making your voice heard. Yep, absolutely. Um, um, Jimmy, have you noticed a, a dip in activism since launching the project? So. Over the last couple of months, have you noticed that um, the we're struggling to keep up the momentum? So on, on our end, I don't know that we've noticed a dip in activism. We've definitely noticed a dip in representatives holding events, which I think you know make it make it may make it seem like less people are are out um, and, and engaging. But I think that's uh, just I, I think with the number of town halls that we've seen in recesses. Um, you know, since April recess have been, you know, cut dramatically. Um, so I think there, there may be less opportunities as, as you know, um, 
some elected officials are looking at the the political consequences of, of these events um, and deciding maybe not to listen to their constituents, which I think is a you know a risky gambit. But um, from what we've seen, folks are, are continually looking for more uh, more events, more things to do. Um, more people are you know signing up for our email list and 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 you know engaging with us on social media. That uh, I don't think it's a I don't think it's necessarily a dip. I think it's I think people are just having maybe fewer opportunities. Uh, to do that. And, and I think um, as organizers, that's, you know, it's critical that we continue to make sure that we provide folks the opportunities to do this. I think the, the appetite is, is definitely still there. Yeah. And speaking of big opportunities, I know there's a big, uh, big recess this week. Yeah. yeah July. So what should we know about it and what should we do? Yeah, no, there's a, uh, a, a recess this week. So members are, are back home for a week. Uh, what we have found is, uh, you know, I think a lot of folks are looking at Republican senators specifically uh, as this health care bill is coming up. And, and unfortunately, like I said, I think only two Republican senators uh, have public events scheduled this week. But we know we know our representatives are going to be at parades and cookouts and fireworks displays. And, and we need to make sure that, you know, we are out and about and, and engaging them and, and letting them know how this, you know, how this legislation can 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 impact our lives and, and finding, you know, our representatives where they are and making sure that we keep stepping up. And if, again, if they're not holding events, we got to, we got to hold them for them. We have to hold, you know, empty chair town halls or, or do office visits and, and make sure that we, you know, keep, keep the call volume up at these offices. You know, I think some of the, the tallies have been, have been quite staggering over the last couple of weeks and, you know, not even in swing states or swing districts, but in, you know, deep, deep red and deep blue states, uh, folks are, are reaching out. So I think we just need to keep that pressure up in, in any way we can and make sure that they, they know that we're watching. Well, that's wild. You said only two Republican senators are having public events this week, other than like a parade. Yeah, only two. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's uh, wow. yeah, definitely concerning. So again, we're encouraging folks to keep stepping up and, and planning these events uh, for them. Yeah. So this week in particular, what else? I know you mentioned parades, but so if, if I go to a, if someone goes to a parade, what should they do? Um, and what and what else can someone do this week, given that some few uh, senators are holding public events? Yeah, I think, you know, at parades, there's a, you know, a way to respectfully engage and, and you know, if, if they're at the end shaking hands or walking down, just say, you know, I, I don't want you to support legislation that will, you know, cut health care to thousands in the district. I don't want you to vote for anything that, you know, may cut Medicaid or, or whatever, you know, the issue is important to you, just making sure that that they're aware that that you're that you're aware. Um, and then uh, I think some of the other events, I know there's a lot of groups uh, doing different office visits, getting friends and family together and showing up at district offices, uh, where representatives aren't doing it. And then hosting some of these empty chair events where, you know, they're finding a space and inviting them, inviting their, their Senator or representative, and then getting friends and family and maybe, uh, alerting the local press as well. Um, so that they show up and can cover constituents meeting about these issues, even if, uh, if their, their Senator or representative isn't as, isn't in attendance. Got it. So the important, my, my takeaway there is that even though these uh, officials aren't holding events, we've got to make sure that we are making sure we find a way to make our voice heard, whether it's at a parade, showing up at their office, or holding a, an empty chair event, we've got to keep up the, keep up the pressure. Absolutely. Um, what, what else should we know, Jimmy? So like, you know, we've talked about the history of the town hall project, where you're headed. We've talked about the, the July 4th recess. What else, you know, should listeners of our, of our podcast be aware of? Yeah. Um, 
I think those are all important things. We we have the August recess um, coming up next month, which is the the largest um, the largest recess of the congressional calendar. It's a, a full month long. Um, you know, members will be leaving D.C. for you know a long period of time, and and you know there's really no excuses for them not to meet with their constituents uh, over that period. We know a lot of members historically hold you know tons of events over that period as they're back in, in, in district. And, um, yeah, I think, I think it's important to remember that these are, these are, they're called recesses colloquially, colloquially, but they are, you know, district work weeks on the official congressional calendar. This is when they're supposed to be meeting constituents and, and listening to the people they're supposed to represent in Congress. So, uh, you know, keep up the intensity over this July 4th recess. We know Congress is considering a lot of big legislation, but, uh, keep an ear out for for next recess as well. When uh, there's there's literally no excuses for representatives not to to meet with constituents over a month month long uh, trip to the district. Got it. And where can we learn more about the town hall project? Yeah, we encourage folks to check out our website townhallproject.com. dot um, Like I said, it has the list of all the events. It has you know a lookup by zip code. Um, it has our missing members report. It has the email signups. So you can get these alerts, um, so that you can stay looped in, um, and, and plenty of other information to help, uh, help you get engaged. Awesome. Well, Jimmy, uh, thanks so much for your time. Uh, much appreciated. I really, you know, I learned uh, a ton about the town hall project just talking to you here. And I, uh, I know our, I hope our listeners will, uh, sign up and get involved. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. All right. Bye.